in 2024. Can I not do it by memory? Can I try doing it by memory? I'm going to try. In 2024, friends decided to listen to every album on the Rolling Stones Top 500. And then they... Rob, this could be the one chain. where the other podcast <laughs> promotes us. You better get it right. Uh, okay. In 2024, Friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums that's decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to 176. And from 1990, it's Fear of a Black Planet by Public Enemy. Now, to really set the tone for this, let's watch this clip of Flavor of Love. Oh, no. (laughs) You found it. After we do the toast, I was like, what is that up smell in my crib, yo. Right now, I'm going to leave y'all for a little bit. Then I seen this girl in the back. She kind of went out of frame for a minute, but then she came back. <laughs> but thanks for coming down. Oh. So I just, on this video, she is highlighted. Everybody's in black and white. And there's a woman squatting in the back of the crowd while Flavor Flav is talking to them. <laughs> and when she came back. And you know what channel this was on, Russell? Uh, VH1. 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 This is a VH1 original. She had this look on her face like. That's my baby. Cheers, man. See y'all later. Blessings, all right? Have a good time. So, also, Flavor Flav, it should be pointed out, is about 5'2. Something takes off upstairs. Oh my God, that's a nasty. I smell By the way, when they said that something ran upstairs, that is a person named something. S O M E T. Yeah, I think they gave them all of their nicknames, right? <laughs> oh, Aaron seems to be like a huge fan of. I watched this show. I saw it. Yes, I watched it. Oh, my God. I remember Aaron. it. Oh, my God. You That's watched why last week I brought it up. You watched the show where somebody pooped on the floor and you're like, I better I don't see on the, the rest pooping of the, on the floor. <laughs> but then it came down to Hoops and one other lady, and then Hoops ended up dating Shaq. Are you serious? Yes. Can you imagine two? Not even trying to be funny. Can you imagine two more different people than Shaq and Flavor Flav? Like, there's <laughs> they're the exact opposites. Like, you would see them in a museum of like what humans could be on either end of the spectrum. Rob, I, mean, I am right. I am I am the same amount of Shaq's height away as you are Flavor Flav's height away. Yes. Oh, Look at this. Oh yeah. Here is a picture of Shaq and Flavor Flav. Look at that. They they are not the same. There it is. And they married. Yeah, see, it's right there on the same page. Shaq got married to Hoops. I think they ended up getting divorced, but yeah. Wow. Wow. Russell, see that? Aaron, do you subscribe to like Ballers Wives or how do you know all this shit? I just, I watched Flavor of Love. That's it. I, have, I haven't watched, I probably haven't seen a reality show since, but that's, I have somehow <laughs> watched that one. Uh, listen. Let's get enough of this. Let's, let's turn off the Welcome TV. To we just this award-winning podcast. Yeah, we just found out that the music. We don't need TV. Let's go to the radio. Let's turn that on. We love the radio. Uh, now you might think to yourself, didn't you guys do a pooping on the floor episode last episode? Isn't this kind of a joke that you're just stealing and redoing? And the answer is yes. We do that all the time. Hit me. What's up, K Rob? K R O B. Listen, for the new year, what do the boys and I want? Well, something brand new. Like, I don't know, maybe some jokes we haven't told before? Oh, yeah. 
our good ideas are gone. We ran out of good jokes a long time ago, and now we are just repeating. We are getting dumber each episode. That's why we're getting fewer downloads. I don't care because Aaron laughs anyway, even if each of my jokes are just the same. Have you heard the one who described my genitals? Talking about the color is starting to get very lame. We need to think of new jokes to start off the new year. All our old bits, they need to disappear. The one where replay maps never should have appeared. No one likes it. That's what I hear. This year, we won't make fun of anyone. When we say 69, we'll all just to move on. We'll find new jokes and no more lingering. I think we made every possible joke about fingering. Uh-oh, our numbers are down. Because we run the jokes into the ground. We need to try try and rebound. We run all our jokes to the ground. Our listenership has started to go down. Because we run the jokes into the ground. These parody songs quality seem to be going down. We run all of the jokes into the ground. We ruin all of our jokes. We ruin all of our jokes. I should have had something about you got the Vincent Price in there. Michael Jackson's Mommy's Milk, and that's why he's laughing about that. But I don't remember what that bit is. But my newest using of the espresso machine, Rob, is definitely the steamed Mommy's Milk. Give me some of that Mommy's steamed milk. Oh. That's one of the grossest things I've ever heard, Russell. (laughs) We just got done with our pooping on the floor episode. I would rather talk about that more than you steaming mommy's milk. And I'm not kidding. Don't ever say Uh, that again. Okay. You're on probation. You're on warning. All right. Uh, (laughs) Listen, this is Beck did it better. We're talking about fear of a black planet, uh, public enemy. Uh, I've got, uh, I've got four guys here who are three guys with me who want to talk about, I got Russell in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing? Rob, are you ready? Yes. Aaron, are you ready? Yes. Matt, are you ready? Sure. Let's get it on. Oh, yes. I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Uh, good, Rob. Just want to let you know it's weak to speak and blame somebody else for uh, these episodes always going so long. Just want to let you know. <laughs> Listen, we're all looking for the guy who's making the episodes go long. And I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron lately told me he's been going to the gym and asked women to stop wiping off their equipment. Ugh. Man, <laughs> we talked last week about the 50 years of hip hop, and apparently I need to look into whether this is a cynical thing to be a fan of or not. But when Boozy came out and did Wipe Me Down, and the whole place knew the lyrics to Wipe Me Down, that was fun. But what I want to say, Rob, is what? I got so much trouble in my mind. Refuse to lose. Let's talk about Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Uh, all right. Listen, let's get right into the voicemail. Us on the Beck line, now, 802-277-BECK, 802-277-2325. It could be anybody's fault as to why these podcasts are going so long. We're not sure who it is. All right. Check it out. Uh, yeah, this is Leo from Minneapolis. Leo. I really like the other podcast, Fire Breathing Kittens. They have oh. a lot of quirky concepts, and the whole show is pretty, really funny. Awesome. Wow. That I was, give it a thumbs up. Oh. Yes. Wow. So this is the next generation of fans calling into. Awesome. Amazing. Wow. Unfortunately, that caller did not say it wasn't Russ, so we can't be sure that it wasn't yes. Russ. It could have been Russ. Okay. Could have been Russ. Caller seemed to forget a key part of the bit that maybe should have been coached to that caller a little bit so better. The, the caller liked and thought the last po- the podcast that we're doing, the cross promote was funny. What was that podcast again, Matt? 
That podcast is Fire Breathing Kittens, is an actual one-play, one-shot podcast that plays various tabletop role-playing games with a season-long plot. Because there's a beginning and end to every week's story, you can start any episode. Every week has a different combination of the four from the same rotating cast of people. Join Fire Breathing Kittens as they solve detective mysteries, attempt comedic banner, banter, and enjoy friendship. We've kind of given up on most of those. I think, honestly, like we are kind of going the other way where we're kind of, we're starting to drift apart, right? I think we've kind of, this has kind of run its course. What? Okay. So I right think when Rosie we get and a sponsor. closer and closer as this thing's going on. I agree with that. Yeah. Too close. You guys seem to be trying to usurp my power. Rob, okay? you've trying to dive the, a wedge in between. You've you. pulled up the email to the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast, the email mm-hmm. they sent you on the swap. At mm-hmm. first, this looked like just like a, you know, a, copy and paste job, but they've, they've got like the back line in there. They've, they know something about the podcast, but I'm realizing now that you're about to reply saying we're very interested in the swap. Yeah. Meaning we've already promoted them before we've even agreed to the swap. Well, because the problem we've promoted was them twice. I had to talk to you guys first and make sure it was kosher with everybody that we were doing this. Yes. Okay. And then I forgot and then I forgot about it and didn't do any more work for it. So I'm just going to this is going to work out. Okay. Uh, just like most things in my life, I don't, really don't want to deal with it all the way through. I like getting things started. I like going halfway through and then just kind of quitting and letting it drift off onto its own. I, I notice, Rob, the, the uh, Fire Breathing Kittens podcast does have like a write-up, like a three, four sentence write-up. Yeah. And there seems to be zero mention of leather mass in that write-up. Well, our, our, you know, our official write-up still has, we talk to our single friend. I'll say, okay, so we're kind of living on a bed of lies, okay? If they well, knew that that person is now living with this single friend, it seems like our whole podcast is a lie. That might be back after the uh, holiday gift disaster <laughs> I just had in the, in the interim week here. Oh, no. Russell, I'm sure it went fine. Okay. Hey, no here's your gift. It's some sheets when you go sleep on the couch by yourself because I'm preempted. That's what my friends say I should do. Quote unquote friends. Uh, listen, guys, I'm telling you, go listen to that podcast. Show them how powerful we are. Awesome. Uh, is is there any podcast right now that you guys are listening to that you enjoy? You want to shout out? Um, I I was recent. My my question was recently read on a new podcast, friend of ours, and it's a pretty good podcast. And Aaron, you might like this one. It's called Corporate Ooh. Confesh. It's about oh, oh it's man, two ladies. They're very successful business women. One of them just sold a business and now she's kind of figuring out the next what she's gonna wow. do next when some tups. But it's all about like navigating the corporate world. And it's taken from some very seasoned people, if if you will, and okay. a little HR swing to it and just answering questions and how to handle things. And so Ooh. I think everybody should look up corporate confesh um and go from there. It's it for Rob, you probably could care less. There's probably a bunch of teacher ones out there. Do you think there oh. is there a bunch of teacher ones about I'd rather, horror stories and stuff? I'd rather drill a hole in my head than listen to a teacher podcast. <laughs> I can't imagine anything I'd want to do. Oh, the kids are bad. Oh, the the work. Guess what? Same here. I'm even worse at it. I quit things halfway through. I've already talked about this. I'm a t- I'm terrible. I don't like podcasts. I don't think people should listen to them. What? I'm I'm with you. That's, <laughs> what? I can't. That's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Why? You know I. I started like I used to listen to like. Okay, I guess we're done. <laughs> I, Aaron, I'm go, I'm going with you, man. It's yeah, just right? eventually it's just noise. People talking, about I'm not what? interested. <laughs> yeah, like I've stopped wearing headphones and I'm walking around the yeah. the Skyway and stuff. Like, right. 
It just, you don't need all, I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. Cop, I don't know if I ever told you guys this. Did I ever tell you a week or so ago, I went and saw Die Hard in the movie theater. Did I tell you guys that last week or no? Yeah, I feel like you, you said something about it. No, I, I don't think you did. This, but that's going to be rolling going, right? Oh, no, I got better rolling going on that. Oh, let's well, hear about Die Hard in the, yeah. in the theater. You know what? I had never seen the whole Die Hard. Like, I know, like, yippee ki oh. motherfucker. I know parts of it, but I'd never seen oh, it. God. Okay. So we went, and the movie theater goer and I, I was looking it up, and they had three three holiday movies at all, like, the AMC theaters. It was the mm-hmm. Polar Express, mm-hmm. Elf. Creepy. And, Polar Express, creepy. Don't and do Die it. Hard. But the other ones were earlier in the day. Die Hard was at night. I was like, we should go see Die Hard. People claim it's a holiday movie. I don't really believe it. I went. Yeah. I think it's a holiday movie. There's, it's a holiday there, movie. It's a, holiday, it's a Christmas movie. No question. Yeah. Uh, totally. He's got a Santa hat on at one point. And he's, yeah. he writes ho, ho, ho and blood on one of the guys or something like that, right? Yep. Holiday movie. The best about the thing about Die Hard is that for the second one, Bruce Willis goes, I don't want him to make any jokes this time. And the guys are like, well, no, that's actually like the main thing that people liked about the first movie. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing any. So they had to like trick him into smiling and do all this stuff. Like if you watch the movie, it's very strange how they filmed it. Uh, can I just say this, Mr. Russell, about uh, uh, Polar Express. Aaron was talking about what a weird movie it is with that like uh, extreme computer animation. Mm-hmm. Those movies have all kind of died out. You don't see as many as that weird animation movies. The one field of business that has taken that technology to heights that far surpass anything you dream possible is whatever companies it is that are making these porn games that advertise before oh. porno clips. <laughs> what? They are animated in that Polar Express way all the time. And they're like, you won't last 10 seconds. And I'm like, I, who's, who's doing this? Like who's going weird, like virtual. I like how you say those porn games as though the rest of us know are experiencing the same if you're you, not doing it, Rob, you, then yeah. Are, are you talking about it? Leisure Suit Larry? Yeah. Do you guys have an ad block on or what? Like, how are we not seeing the same thing? You have a different online life than we do. The worst, the worst porno ads I've been getting lately, and this is just depressing, is it's just like, do you want to meet old women? It's just, do you want to meet old women? And the pictures they have make it very clear. They're not joking. They're not messing around when they use that designation of old women. Are they like on a senior, senior dance team or how old are we talking? <laughs> Older. Okay, this is like the oh. coach of the senior dance team. Oh. All right. This is the Pat Summerall. Oh, no. Of the senior <laughs> dance team. And these women are Pat old. Pat Summit or Pat Summerall? <laughs> Pat <Aaron>. Summerall. <laughs> They're both dead. <laughs> I mean, all right. But you got to admit, when Pat Summerall went before John Mann, you were like, wow. Did not. <laughs> I lost money on that one. Here's the thing. Is that if they say you have to come fuck these older women or you'll be kicked off the site. What? And I'm like, is this the point I'm at where these are the ads I'm getting? Of like, and it feels like a point. Yeah. I'm contractually obligated. Hmm. Kind of depressing. This wait, I thought we were talking about Die Hard in the theater. So Russell, what's your we review were. of Die Hard? What's your, Russell? Do you have a three word review of Die Hard? It's a Christmas movie. I didn't know if it was. Like, I've, I've heard both it's sides of whether it's a Christmas four. movie or not. It's four words. It's a Christmas movie. It's Love it. Christmas movie. There you go. Uh, listen. We need to get into Rolling Going. We haven't you know even gotten into Rolling I would Going say, yet. For someone who's never seen it, and I think that's still playing for a few weeks for people that are out there looking for a recommendation, you're going to see Die Hard for the first time. You got to see in the theater. It was fantastic in the theater. Sounds marvelous. Yeah. Yeah. But the, he's not, ben from Minneapolis. He takes all your recommendations. Ben from Minneapolis, for sure. Gotcha. The Nakatomi, Pla- Nakatomi Plaza has never looked so good. What everybody's up to. 
It's time for Rolling Going. Rolling Going. Oh, Listen. Okay, Rolling Going. Aaron, how's it going with you? It's going great. Uh, Very big, exciting day tomorrow. They're going to pour some concrete in my backyard. So a lot of action going on here today. Yeah, we putting our handprints in. Are we putting uh, initials? Are we doing have anything? To. You have to. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it's been a little bit stressful because we're trying to choose the color, and you know, so then you're like making lots of last minute decisions, and then it was raining here, so like the guys there today were like pumping water out of the trenches, and so yeah. But we're hopefully, yeah, hopefully, maybe put a handprint in, maybe scratch a name into the yeah. So if you guys were gonna, like, what would you? If you could put anything into some concrete that you know is going to be there for the rest of your life, what would you do? You have to have the date. You you have to have the date or at least the year. There has to be some sort of time thing to bring it back to when it was born. Love that, Russell. That's great. You're a family of three. I'd have each, I'd have the family handprints, family of three. And then, you know, let your kid every year feel, look how small his hand used to be, right? As they're growing up. Nice. Oh, that's beautiful. I'd stick my thumb way down into it and make a hole that was exactly the size <laughs> like, of your thumb. Like, like Jack Spratt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then people could come by and be like, oh, I wonder how my finger compares to this finger. And they kind of test it and put the finger in and out. It'd be, I think it'd be fun. I, I love like it. Like the grandkids come along, they're like, oh, they, they're like, oh, look at grandpa's thumb hole. Like there it is. Everybody would know. It's perfect. Uh, and then, yeah, French drain update. Uh, got the French drain in, uh, dumped rain uh, this week, and then uh, still water in the crawl space. So going to have to fix the get the oh. French drain fixed, figure out what's going on there. So it's uh, <laughs> that you guys would enjoy learning I that. I don't want to laugh at that, but I kind of got to laugh at I'm it. so shocked that the French drain company is a giant scam. <laughs> hey, we'll put it, we'll dig a hole around your yard and you're going to get not water. What? How does that work? It makes you no sense. You know, the only bigger scam, this happened, my, my mom had this done to her house. She did the heated coils up on the roof so like you don't get ice dams mm-hmm. so you, oh, you flip wow. the switch on and all the, the the snow melts it goes down the drain and everything i don't think it helped a damn bit i will say in the contractor's defense uh i'm not sure i made this clear in the previous owner of this house who did uh, so much work and if he's listening you know lance he did listening. an amazing he's, he's amount not of work. Listening. definitely listen. he's definitely so much listening. uh but yeah. one of the things that he did was he did um I, i'm fairly certain now that he he punched a hole in the foundation to run a drainage line through underneath the house. And so I think, you know, as long as there's a hole in the foundation, there's only so much you can do to keep water out. So we still got to get that fixed. But uh, that was a little bit disappointing this week. I thought the listeners might be interested to hear a French drain update. At least you're but renting. I... You don't have to deal with that for the rest of your <laughs> life, right, Aaron? Oh, my God. And I don't think water damage somewhere in a crawl space over a long term is going to be a big problem. So Hey, don't 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 worry put, about putting that in your seller's disclosure when you want to sell three, four years from now, right? It's Oof, not going to be a problem four. at all. At all. We're making it to eighth grade. We can walk to school, man. We're here till eighth grade. That's there you go. minimum. I don't think for the next 10 years, every time you hear your kid cough, you're not going to think two words, black and mold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not concerned. Oh, if, you, if you think that we didn't get a black mold inspection within the first three months of moving into this place, you don't know us very well. Uh, we were babe, clear, could, I think, babe, could, we, could we disrupt the asbestos tile a little bit more? <laughs> could we just do a little more <laughs> disruption to the asbestos? <laughs> So that's it. I'll send you guys some photos. Getting a new patio and a retaining wall tomorrow. I'm Hopefully, excited how? For you. Thank you. Appreciate you. I'll I'll figure out what we can uh, what we can what kind of designs we can put in the concrete. How is it really going with Matt? Uh, good. I uh, you know it's the holiday season. So you're, it it's was the holiday, holiday season. season. So it's holiday for us. Take a read. The holiday oh, Rob, season. I, you know what? I totally forgot last week, Rob. Uh, song, song of the week. Over. 
Yeah, song of the week. So I heard, and I wrote down in my little notebook here, which is just my phone, that uh, Jacob <laughs> Dylan is now 54 years old. Oh, it was his oh, birthday, oh. December 9th. That's oh, very no old. Way. So we're going with one headlight. Wow. With one headlight uh, because this whole album should be somewhere. This is 501, I think. Right? It has Hootie to be. is 502. I mean, this album so, is really good. It is. If you it's if really you well. could go through the world with only the counting crows or the wallflowers, which are you picking? Wallflowers. wallflowers. Yep. Wallflowers. Not even close. Ooh. I would say it's somewhat That's closer hard. to me, but, but okay. I'd go with wallflowers. It's an easy decision. It's a pretty easy match. It's a close matchup, though. I got to go counting crows, I got to admit. I, I just can't do Adam Duritz's voice for that many yeah, I think years I could, of my life. I think it would start to be grainy. Yeah. With the cool tones of Mr. Jacob Dylan. How do you get sick of this? Now, wait a minute. Is this Bob Dylan's kid? I never heard that when this song came out. They didn't talk about that I one mean, million fucking times. Somebody should try listening. I mean, like for one week, just listen to this album as many times as you can for a week and listen to nothing else and then see where you come out. I yeah. gladly, I will take that challenge. <laughs> I, I want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that uh, we're, so, we're all subject. We all are so like easily t- like tricked into something where we have to do something that tortures us for a period of time. We're like, yeah, that's fun to me. And then we're like, let's get together and do the podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so hanging around your coworkers and one of the fancy things that are going on, the memes or whatever, is the nicknames for coworkers. I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok and the Instagrams and all that stuff. So no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a nickname and you can tell me, maybe we'll, we'll start off with one here and I'll see so you kind of get what the, what the theme is. So one of the nicknames for somebody would be Pothole. Everyone tries to avoid them. In the oh. office, kind oh. of a thing. Oh, oh wow! Can you imagine if your nickname in your Jeez. office was Pothole? Yeah. Oh, you just go home and look in the mirror. Oh my right. god! How, how about this one, Lava Lamp? What do you think Lava Lamp is? Uh, more fun when they're lit up. Uh, looks good, but not very bright. Oh. Oh. You know what? I gotta say this. I wish I would be described that once in my life. Like I'm not, I'm not ever like described as like, you the, know like the super smart dude. Yeah, but I've yeah. also never described as like the really looks good guy. You know, it would yeah. be nice if I were yeah. if I were described once as the lava lamp guy. I would take it proudly and love it. You see somebody be good. You see, you see a girl turn to Russell and go, "Hey, I don't need to listen to this dumb jock anymore." Russell, oh, you just see Russell get a huge erection. He's like, yeah. Uh, 12 to midnight. <laughs> What's it? Six to 12 to 6, whatever it is. Aaron? 6 to midnight. Yeah. Yeah. 6 to midnight. 12 to 7. <laughs> 6 to 7.30 sometimes. Uh, how about Blister? What do you think Blister is? What would be the nickname for Blister? Gives you a rash if you sure. spend the night with them or something. Mm. Oh, God. Only, only appears after the hard work is done. Oh. oh. Blister. <laughs> mm. Sounds like middle management. Uh, deck chair. Uh, Always folds under pressure. Oh, oof. deck chair. My my uh, mom. My mom worked with somebody. She for the whole career she called no pants Lance because he never made a decision. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> your mom. We should get your mom on it. Oh. How about uh, 007? Oof, shaken. Hear it. Zero motivation, zero skills, seven bathroom breaks a day. <laughs> Oh. Seven. We got a Barry from Burnsville situation going on there, Barry right? <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Last one I got for you guys. And uh, this one maybe hits home a little hard for somebody, but foreskin. Oh, Whoa. Foreskin. Mm, you got to. 
pull it back to make it work, but then it's sometimes it hurts. Disappears, disappears when things get hard. (laughs) 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 Can you imagine if you called one of your coworkers foreskin? No. Or any of these. Aaron, imagine you as a middle manager, if you had to deal with like disciplining a a coworker for calling one of their coworkers potholder foreskin. Oh Oh, man, be hilarious. That's what HR is for. Not that would be easier, actually. Yeah. That like that would actually be easier than some of the things I've had to do. Like it's very cut and dry. Like, hey, yeah. heard you call your coworker foreskin. Like you can't do that. Like that would be much easier than yeah. like but some the of whole, the gray areas. Okay, the whole Aaron, let's, like, Aaron, let's I'm role not play. sure you've been showing up for the last like eight weeks. You're kind of <laughs> you're just showing up enough where like yeah. I can't fire you. You're playing the game. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Aaron. Okay. Do you have it? Do you let's roll. Let's role things? play, Aaron. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. I'm I'm your HR. I've just come in. Okay. Okay. Roll um, go. Hey, uh, hey, employee number five. Do you know why uh, you're here today? No, I don't know why. They just called me down. I came on down. Good to see you. Sure. Did you call your coworker Foreskin in a meeting huh. last uh, Wednesday afternoon? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay, number one, <laughs> she's so sensitive. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes too sensitive. Okay. And sometimes, okay, when she comes out of the bathroom, the water splashed on the front of her pants from it. Okay. So it's like, that's why I call it Boris Kid. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, this all feels like stuff you shouldn't say to. A and I'll tell you what, work. too. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, one of my routines is that I tie weights to it at night, trying to grow it back. Okay. Is that still how the coworker? Is that related to the coworker still, or am I just? I'm not sure. Are we still? I don't know. How yeah. this is. Oh, here. you guys don't know what jelking is. Okay, sure. <laughs> yes, roll and going. <laughs> Rob, rolling going. How's it going with you? Listen, okay. Listen. I go to Listen. Suzanne's house today. I have made a mistake. My Crocs, which are fur-lined Crocs that I wear. Oh no! You wear it, socks with these Crocs? Okay. It rained the other day. I did not wear socks with the Crocs. I think the Crocs have got to go. They smell so bad that I went to Suzanne's wearing the Crocs with my socks. Took took them off. Sitting at her kitchen table, I go, my feet smell too bad. I can't do this. I take off my socks. Oh, gross. This is so disgusting. Smells even worse. I was like, oh, oh no. I don't even want to wait. I don't even want to go to Rob, Vegas with Rob right now. You don't have to tell that. You do not have to admit this, Rob. Like this I have a, I have smelly call. feet. I got to be careful with this stuff. I, I'm telling you, I got to get rid of Crocs all the time. So now, and, and let me tell you, this is why. You're an adult. Suzanne's, why don't you just get real shoes? <laughs> I have like do four you guys pairs. Know the story of Crocs? Do you know? The, have you have you heard that? Oh, how they no. were invented? No, who invented it? Was it uh, Mr. Cool Guy? Oh, what is that? What is that movie? Idiocracy. Oh yeah, they invented it as the dumb people in the that they wore in the movies. Yeah, and so they were trying to find some footwear that mm-hmm. was for these idiots in the future, and they came across this startup company Crocs. And so everybody in the future in Idiocracy, the movie, is wearing Crocs because they thought, you know, nobody's ever going to wear these things. And now it's a billion dollar company. I wear the Crocs when I walk the dog. Should I be wearing the Crocs out into the city? No. Going to the gym or going to Suzanne's? No. no. Okay, this is, I agree. It's a low point. It's bad. You know what? I'm going to think about what I've done. This is kind of a candy bar moment for me. Okay, got to improve myself. Now, I say to Suzanne, listen, my feet smell bad. I'm embarrassed. 
She goes, oh, that's okay. I'll go get you a pair of my socks and you can put them on. Oh, this is, I'll this give is them to so you as a gift. Built. This whole thing is so kind. filthy to me. This is so gross. That's right. It's getting Everything depraved. about this is so disgusting. Oh, I'm now wearing... Oh, you're still wearing it? Wait a minute. Rob, you sent us socks. a picture of those socks yeah. six hours ago. You can take them off now. All right. Those things breathe, man. Let me take these off right now. <laughs> and I'm going to use my... Wake up. Don't wake up your kids. Just do it yourself. <laughs> I'm going to use my feet because if I bend down to do it, I think it would make noises that would not <laughs> well, be great. Well, Rob is taking those off. I got to say this. Oh. Um, Rob is the only person I know, the the only person I know, where he'll text like a group of fifteen people and talk about his friend Suzanne. Like I have never once seen Matt send a text where he's like, "Well, I'm going to hang out with my friend Rob, like Bart today." Like Aaron has never said, "I'm going to hang out with my friend Matilda." Like no one right. ever, ever. I've Ooh. never seen one person I've ever texted with talk about how they're hanging out with like another friend who's not in the Ooh. group. But Rob does it a lot. She's a celebrity. She was on the podcast. That's yeah, right. we need to know what's going on with Susan. Yeah, that's true. Plus, it's almost like maybe that's the only person I hang out with because because they're the only one who will give you free fresh socks. Yeah, you get new socks when you. I mean, guys, out. that's that's friendship. You you do bring her up often. You are hanging out. Is is her uh, significant other? Does she hang out with you guys too? Yeah, or is it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Her wife's so, there with us for sure. Okay, so she, so she doesn't. She's she's okay with the amount of time you guys spend together and stuff like this. She's uh, annoyed by me because every time she, we that's get, what I, that's, that's, <laughs> yes, she is annoyed Suzanne, by me. Really, yeah. I, yeah. Rob, I know I, you might be in Min, the Minneapolis area in the next few weeks or something. I was going to say you should stop by, but like if Rob came to my house and was like, "My feet smell so bad, can I borrow some socks?" I'd be like, "Just fucking leave." Honestly, oh, I would just be like, "Bad host, <laughs> bad host." I'm going to say it right now, you're a bad host. A good host. <laughs> Would share their Matt, socks with would me. You, what would you do? Keep the clean socks. Well, around. I mean, I, I, th- I think I've got a lot of socks because, like, I think I've told yeah. you, right? Like, if I was rich, I'm coming new over. pair of socks every day. Every day, new pair of socks every day. So it's it's almost it's it's a I got a I got a large sock drawer, so I have plenty that I could just. Where do you keep Rob your small say, ones? Uh, right next to him. Oh, large sock drawer. I you, hey, Aaron, do you yeah. see the mix up I made there? No, I it. thought yeah. he was talking about the size of the socks. He was talking about the drawer. <laughs> the size of the drawer. Yeah. Matt, would you give him a pair that you like or would you give him no, a pair that you never wear? Not. No. Because like, I don't wear like white athletic socks anymore. So you can just have a, a pair of those or something. Oh, they're gone. Oh, I, so I don't even own them. I've got I'm not rid taking of all those. Yeah. They're gone. Same. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not, not one pair. Of if they're the no show ones with the shoes, I'm not taking them from you. No. They're yeah, I don't want those. ankle size or whatever. Okay. I'm turning down that free gift. Don't need them. Okay. Socks yeah. need to cover my so ankles. So did it did it work, Rob? Did your feet smell better or less yeah, bad? It smelled I mean, great. Okay. Smelled oh, great. I'm telling you guys, friendship. Okay. And when Does I'm your, coming over, uh, Russell. Wife, know you're wearing another woman's socks right now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just assumed she knew. It didn't even occur to me to tell her. <laughs> did I tell her? Oh I mean, yeah, I did. Kind of a, I did tell you're her. Kind of an eclectic guy. So like those socks. I mean, nobody who knows you is gonna. What you got to just, I mean, they have, what do they have? Rainbows on them and Christmassy or. Listen, I am getting my coffee mugs on the public bicycles. I am getting my socks for my friends. Okay. My life is yeah. fine. Okay. It's not chaos at all times. Do you need money? Like, are you okay? <laughs> you need money. Sure. I need money. Great. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> we return them. No, she made it very clear. That was not an yeah, option. They were the socks yours. are not <laughs> coming back. Yeah. That was her one stipulation. It's so, you know, what's so funny about it is like, she's so disgusted by you that she doesn't want them back, but you took them from her. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think if she was at your house and had smelly feet, 
she would not borrow a pair of your socks. I, walk me through this logic here. What's going on? <laughs> okay. She she gave you the socks and she's like, I don't want them back. Meaning mm-hmm. she doesn't want anything that have touched your feet. Okay. Meaning if she came to your house and she had disgusting oh. feet and you said, hey, you can have a pair of my socks. She would probably say no. Listen, I don't know if I would give away my socks. Okay. Because <laughs> they are in pairs. They're like colored pairs. And I like all the designs. I don't know if that would work out the same. Hmm. Rolling going, Russell. How's it going with you? Rolling going. Things are going really well. Last week, I told you guys how I um, I gave gifts to the festive person in my house and myself. And those gifts were records. I went back to the record store this week. Yes. I can't get enough. It's espresso martinis and record stores are my jam right now. Did you hear that? Which record store? Um, let me check. It's time to talk about <laughs> This is the holiday record. The holiday edition, version, by the way. Yeah. Can't hear you guys. Jingle bells are too loud. I went to Cheapo Records. Cheapo Records right Cheapo. off East Street. There you go. Cheapo. Okay. Yeah. I know Cheapo. It's a big store, right? And Matt, I believe Matt might be incorrect. You still have to exit and go east, up north a few blocks, then cross over 35 to get to Cheapo. You cannot just take a left exit. And go no, over the I'm thinking, I, I was thinking of the electric fetus the whole time. Yeah, I, I think you may have been cheap, mistaken so once on your maps. That's, that's yep. up closer to Franklin. Yep. You know what's so the bummer is I'm doing the holiday edition. This is coming out like February 3rd. Yes. This, huh. this, this is the record store I've told you guys it's my favorite because they've got the new records Sunday, Monday. Through. It's You can always find the new stuff that came in. And so I was going to buy, um, I thought it would be fun to get uh, a few records as a gift for the festive person in my house. Um, there were two I was specifically looking wow. for. Can I tell you what those two were? Uh, yeah. Uh, the audiobook of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> now you ruined my, my <laughs> Valentine's Day gift, Rob. This is coming and out before that, so we might have to edit that out. Fields of Gold by Sting. Oh. Of the Fields of Barley. So there were two records I was looking for. I'll tell you what they were when I got to the record store, because they were both there. I was shocked. I got multiple records. In like the used bins that I, I was shocked that they had, had these. So I ended up getting six records and I, I packed them oh, in two all, yeah. in two different Christmas packages, which have not been opened. So I'm I'm breaking the news to you guys on what I okay. got. So one of them is is a gift to the festive person in our house, not from me, but not I'm not listed as it's a two. So the three that I got, <laughs> I'm saying this is a piece. gift for for her. Because I think she would like these records. I'm not even trying. I'm saying, oh, I think you'll like these. These are a gift. These sound a lot like Russ, records that Russell wanted to me. This is what this sounds like to me. I think it's that's, the right. yeah. that, that's the next package. <clears throat> that's the next package. Yeah. The first package consisted of Madonna, the Immaculate Con- Collection. Oh, oh wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is that a four, four LP deal or is it must be, right? I think it's, yeah. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. You know what? One of the reasons I had to go the to the record sides, store. Sorry, double LP, four sides. Double, yeah. Four skin. <laughs> hey, I had, guys, hey, I just, this you woman know at work, sometimes she gets caught in my zipper. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this woman at work gets caught, you know, the lining in a swimsuit when it has the little holes in it. Yeah. Sometimes it gets caught in there. Yowch. Yes. <sighs> yes. And yep. I mean, 
Yeah, it still feels like this could be a potential HR violation. Thank you for coming in today. Please put your pants back on. You're, you're the sorriest HR person ever. That's what my tattoo says, HR violation. Oh. <laughs> Not on the right cheek, the left one. <laughs> so I got the Madonna, it's the Immaculate Collection. So what I want, I was, this was kind of my, my go-to. This was the record I thought would be a great gift. Um, it's got all these hits. I thought the, the festive person in my house would enjoy it. I went I to think buy it's got borderline. It's the best it does, song Matt. by Madonna ever. I was thinking about you. I was gonna buy it online on Amazon. And also like a prayer, the best song by Madonna ever. But when I went to buy it on Amazon, and maybe Aaron or Matt, you guys can help me your record, guys. The only thing I could find online was called a seven-inch record. I think that's like a 45, right? Like that's not like a full record, is it? Yeah, a seven-inch would only have one song on it. So I panicked and I did not want to order this online because I was like, I don't know what that's gonna be. I mean, I've got my own seven inches to deal with. I don't need another seven inch record. Need another seven inches. Are you right? No, so wait a minute. Are like, you serious? No, stop. But was it a collection? Yeah. With like, no, no, no. Was Shh, it, are you serious? Is your, co- is your cock seven inches long? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I swear to God, Russell, and I'm not kidding. If I find out later that your cock is seven inches long, I'm six feet tall. Bro. I'm going to be so bummed. It's really going to bum me out. If you've got a monster dong and we've been making these jokes all along and I thought we were together on them. Rob, I've got two inches of height on you. If you double that, that's probably what I got on you on the other end of the road. Wow. But so I was I like, I can't this. order this online and get like some of these 45s. I need to know what I'm getting. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the record store. So I get, I walk in and in the new section of the, within the last week, that record was in that section. I immediately grabbed it up. You meant have to, to have it, right? Yeah, it's meant to be. The next one I got, this was also the other one I was going to buy online. I went, I found it at the record store used. I could not believe they had this one. It's the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Oh, man. Wow. You're on a roll. Wow, 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 wow. You're on wow, fire. Wow, where did they go? Yeah. <laughs> This is a good gift, Russell. Yep. Not going to lie. This is a great gift. So the third one that went in this package with Madonna and uh, Lauren Hill, I told you guys last week or a few weeks ago, we did a, a piano, piano, uh, dueling pianos thing. And the, the uh, dueling piano person that was with me tried to request a song that was inappropriate for that type of show, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh, I thought so I got her the record. I got her bad out of hell. Yeah, you got her, you got her that, bad out of hell. If you if you give someone the gift, Madonna Immaculate Collection, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and Bad Out of Hell, is that that's pretty prime, isn't it? That's a great trifecta. That's wow. great. So this was another one used in the new within the week. Someone had given that up. Who would give that up? Who would give up those records? It feels like that person out of oh wait, there's music playing. And singers that we're all equally attracted to. <laughs> all sex symbols in their own. Yeah. Mm. That's a good joke, bro. Thank you. So that was the one I, I, I have wrapped as a gift for the festive person in my house. There was one other, there were three other records that I found there that I was like, I have to get these. And I was like, well, we can enjoy these together, but they're not really, this is kind of a gift for us, I would say, and not a huh. gift for the festive person. Mm-hmm. Can I share those records with you guys as well? Yes, Russell. And, but don't lie to us about the cock stuff earlier. But I do, while the music's not playing, want to say that I feel like this person should wife you up. Like, it just feels like 
They mm. should really lock it down. Well, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to pay for some jewelry. Then, <laughs> oh. oh my god! <laughs> if Russell gets a huge diamond ring, <laughs> I would laugh so hard. <laughs> he said yes. I can see your Instagram right now. He said yes. Hey, yes. Uh, we might a have picture of his. Now, just picture Russell's hand, and it's got a ring. And it's all like close up in a picture. It's gonna be. Oh my god. Yeah. She's she's behind him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the old pictures. Oh, it's so good. Here are the three albums that I got. Um, and I gave I wrapped them, I gave them to us. First one, Dr. Dre the Chronic. Used yes. wow. available at the record store. Beautiful. Wow, great. The second one, Matt, I thought you would appreciate this one. It's Pearl Jam versus. There you used go. at Don't the record store. How much was that one? Um, all of these were at about the, the $18 to $20 range. None of these okay. were like $2 records. They were all, you had to pay for them. Gotcha. What yeah. else is on versus with daughter? I can't remember now. Elderly woman behind. No. There's like, oh, there's okay. like four, four crushing hits that even me is not a, like, I like Pearl Jam, but I don't know all their songs, but there are, there's four or five songs that are immediate hits. Animal, daughter, dissident, okay, go, some people like go, animal. This is a mob, a good one. The third one I got, um, I went, I told you guys, I went and saw this, uh, an impressionist of this artist the other day. I got Elvis, the Sun Sessions, the complete Sun Sessions. I know, I know, we kind of shit on that when we we listened to it. A few years ago, you know, some of those songs, it wasn't for us, but still, that's like an all-time collection, right? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's great music to listen to, for sure. I think we didn't like it as an entry to the list, but to have it around home? And so what do you guys think of my strategy? I thought the three I gave as a gift to the festive person in my house was correct, and the three that I gave to us together was the right way to divide that up. What do you guys think? Oh, brilliant. I mean, I think you've nailed it. I mean, Madonna, Meatloaf, you got to give that to the ladies. So well, here's the question. So I go up and I check out on these. If you've got these six records, how do you put them in order? You've got The Chronic, Versus, Sun Sessions, Bad Out of Hell, Madonna, or Lauren Hill. What goes on top when you're checking out? Oh, I, Bad Out of Hell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for Meatloaf sure. on top. Pretty perverted. For one thing. <laughs> I decided to go Elvis on top with the chronic under it. I wanted to be there some sort of like, I was Ooh. not expecting that after the Elvis one. You're identifying oh, as like a music that. nerd now. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So that was my, that, that was my experience at the record store and the way I would, I'm doing gifts. I would get the bat out of hell and be like, hey, you know that song, Dashboard Lights? <laughs> Wait till I tell you what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask one one other thing. I was looking through all the other record sections, and I had a moment where I, I, I couldn't remember. They have this one there, Matt. I almost got it for you, but I wasn't sure if we've talked about it before. They have Scandal with the Warrior on it, and I almost got oh, it for really? you, but I didn't know if you had it. Pull that one up, Rob. It's so good. Every time we listen to this, oof. The, 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 <laughs> See, nail it, though. I wrote Q-R-R-I-R-O. Nailed yeah, it. And it, it came right up. Scandal the Warrior Never comes right up. Direction. 
What? Is this a full album? This one was like an A and a B. I'm not a good typist. It was a newer pressing of it. It was new, wrapped and everything. And I almost got it. And then I had the moment. Maybe this has happened to Aaron or Matt. You guys, I don't know if I'd already bought it or not. I didn't know if I had it and I didn't want to buy a second one. Yes. I could have sworn you did buy this. I've got a number of double albums that I've bought twice. Oh, wow. I thought you had bought this one, Russell. You might be right, Rob. I don't know. And we listened to it once. I thought we did for hey, sure. Hey, Rob, I could probably find it easily if someone would put the records back in alphabetical order the way that I have them slotted. <laughs> okay, Russell, here's what you're going to do, okay? Yes, sir. You're going to just sit down and say, listen. Rob, no, wait, can we delete that out? Please delete it out. Please, no, delete it yeah, out. Delete it course. out. Please delete it. You can trust me, hey. Russell. Hey, uh, Rob, real quick. Hmm. Google the Warrior Charles Barkley NBA video and see yes. oh, wow. this from like. We should do a, a video breakdown. Barkley, guys, don't watch my typing. I organize my records by whichever one I played last is on the right. Uh, Either one of those are great. Rep. That the second one, go up, go up, up. Second this, one, this one. There you go. That's it. What is this? It's a CD with his face in it. This is the writing. This was the video. Yeah, it was just highlights. To this song. They had like Larry Charles Bird Barkley. born in a small town. They had like the what? 10 NBA stars with each like an 80s rock song. Yeah. This is so great. This is so good. It, it must be called NBA Superstar. We oh, used to watch this at Rosemont Basketball Camp when I was a kid. Oh, we watched Ooh, it at Rich Show Basketball I mean, Camp. Jeez, it's easy to forget how fun he was. Look at that hairline, too. Yeah. This is the kind of shit, too, where you show your kids and they're like, Oh, man. This is dumb. And you're like, Who are you? No, like, it is not. Just rules. That's the walls of heartache. Bang, bang. $7.99, Russell. VHS on eBay. I can watch this. Superstars. For... Oh, wow. We're, our podcast is bad because we're just watching and listening to better things than our podcast at all times. And we're like telling people, hey, go consume this other media. That's Turn really this good. off and go watch Charles Barkley. Speaking of better media, what's that podcast that recommended us again before they heard about us shitting on the floor? Fire Breathing Kittens. <laughs> Fire Breathing Kittens. Okay. Is this a music podcast? Well, didn't, uh, did Matt go? He did. Oh, yeah. Oh, did everybody go? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, this is, guys, guess what? I got oh. news for you. This is a music podcast. Let's talk about the album. It's time for oh, Fear Kennedy. of the Black Planet. The show. Let's talk about the album. Listen, oh, we were talking Fear of the yeah. Black Planet. Fear of a Black Planet by uh, Public Enemy. This is their third album. Okay, it's uh, Chuck D and Flavor Flav with the Bomb Squad, of course. This is the first album without Professor McGriff, who had gotten kicked out for making some, some statements that got him in trouble. Uh, so he got fired from the band. This is a pre-sample clearance album, okay? Chuck D said he used maybe 150 to 200 samples on uh, on this. Just full of them, right? It's like it's so fun to try to play spot the sample on here, but it's hard to keep it's up. a couple of good ones. I mean, there's yeah. every once in a while you get some <laughs> yeah. nuggets, right? Like, holy God. Yeah, like I can't believe that's on there, yeah. But it doesn't sound like so many other sampled albums. This sounds so full to me, like so lush. Like it's coming at you from all angles. Great, 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 great headphone album for sure. Uh, this was talking about racism at the time, kind of more taking what they did with um, with a take some nation of million, kind of expanding on that, getting getting better at their craft. Talking about social conscience, social politics, the black experience in the early '90s, and basically, I think one of the best things I saw is they said Public Enemy's influence on hip hop with this album in 1990 is basically the equivalent of the influence that Bob Dylan, George Clinton, Bob Marley had, like. It just turned this whole, you know, we've talked about bands that inspire whole branches of music. 
And I think this album is definitely one of them. So let's get into Fear of a Black Planet. After Nation of Millions? Yes. Chronologically? Yes. And Nation of Millions is what, number three on the list now? Two? How high was it? I think, no, it was three. It was way I think, up there, right? right? Yeah, okay. I think it was three. Yeah. Contract on the World Love Jam. Now, I got to tell you guys, one of my favorite parts of Public Enemy is on the wheels of steel. It's 15. Terminator X. Terminator X. So good. And the fact his name, Terminator X, is fucking awesome. It rules. And I'll say it again. Look at a picture of Terminator X. He also fucking rules. Yeah. Some individual concern. Brothers gonna work it out. Uh-oh, where'd it go? This was... They literally sampled themselves three times in this song. Oh, yeah, they did do that, didn't they? That, that rules. They actually based this, based this around a uh, Willie Hutch song from the Mac soundtrack called Brothers Gonna Work It Out. Oh, interesting. I think Willie Hutch also provided the sample for International Players Anthem. But, like, I've never heard Willie Hutch otherwise. This is a nice tune. Uh-oh, Russell, are you going to have to get a Willie Hutch record now? You might need a Willie Hutch record. No, you know what? I was going to ask Aaron. Um, I thought maybe you could help me with this. The one band that I come across in the record store all the time, and they've got a lot of records, is the Ohio Players. Is there, oh, yes. Is there oh, a record I should yeah. get? Like, I know that they've been sampled by hip-hop artists of thousands of times, but I don't know what their hits are. Like, if I'm thumbing through the records, which one I need to pull out of there? I think you want Fire. I think that's their... I think there's an album called Fire that would be the biggest one of theirs. But yeah, there were years where they were considered the best band in the world. It was like them and Earth, Wind & Fire. Boom. Correct, was, they did Love Roller Coaster. Yeah. Love Roller Coaster is such a good one. Uh, incident at 66. Oh, actually, six. check out the, but that's from the album Honey Go. I think that uh, album cover is kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's so, the one you want. <laughs> so, Aaron has shown, and, and Russell, I think this is a good gift for her. Okay. I mean, it's erotic. It's it's a it's naked art. woman. This might, be a, this might be a gift for Russ. <laughs> <laughs> we found hey, it. We found the one you need, Russ. What's this thing by the Christmas tree? Uh, <laughs> This is a naked woman with a what? What do you call that? A honey dipper? Like a? It's like what's on the Honey Nut Cheerios box, right? Like that. Yeah, I call it a honey dipper. Yeah. And she is holding the jar of honey and dipping the honey into her mouth. Okay, it's it rules. Actually, look it up. Ohio players, honey. Honey is good for your immune system. There's got to be an Ohio players sample in this album somewhere, right? The somewhere in all of this noise and you've act, you've activated man collage incident, you got me on here incident at 66.6 they used actual callers listen to this announcer oh these are real calls yeah that's fun what a fucking nerd why would anybody listen to a guy that sounds like that about what lyrics should be in music i mean can you imagine you can listen to that fucking nerd or you can hear a band that's got a guy named terminator x in it like who are you going to listen to yeah, fuck yeah, you're gonna listen to Terminator X. 911 is a joke. Love this song. I thought for sure we were getting this was the parody of Rob calling 911 yeah. when he was a, a youth. Oh, it, it was a bummer. I told my 911 story already. Sadly, this is still an issue now, 30 years later. But it is amazing that this is they they chose really specific examples of systemic 
issues and we're able to highlight them. I mean, that's the thing, right? We talked about it last time, but Flavor Flav, you know, now you associate him with women pooping on the floor, but he's, he's a legit genius. Like, Wait, yeah, hold, were, on, yeah. hold on. Was it confirmed that she pooped on the floor in the show? Oh, 100%, yes. I, <laughs> I didn't want to show the rest of the clip. I thought it was good. No, it, that's what was confirmed? <laughs> yes. Why would she do that? See, Matt, I mean, she should have joined our group where you took the pulled the credit card. She could have gotten off scot-free. I guess all publicity is good publicity. I don't know about that. Can I tell you guys something? I was coming home the other day. Jenny made me stop at the store, which is like an extra hour. My stomach was acting up. Mm. And on the subway station, I'm wearing my noise-canceling headphones. And somebody looks over at me, and I realize that a stomach gurgle I made, I went, uh, like that out loud. <laughs> I forgot I wasn't like in my apartment by myself. And they look at me and I go, hmm. I had to like look at my phone like I was like, oh, okay. I had to pretend like it's ugh, disgusting. Welcome to the Terror Dome. The best title ever for a song. It's a great title. I mean, they're just, they're unstoppably cool. This is a journey. I have a hot take on this song. It's a hip-hop take. I think I'm going to blow Aaron's mind with this take. I'm ready. I'm ready. I think this song is so disappointing. Oh. And here's the reason. There is a song by Charlie 2 and A from the Jurassic 5 yeah. called Coming Through. Okay. And when you listen to Coming Through, the first line it is, Welcome to Terror Dome. So I've heard this song so many times before, but I'm, I don't, I'm not a hip-hop aficionado. I don't know all the songs. But this was, when I saw the name, Welcome to Terror Dome, I thought it was this song, which I love. And it turns out it's not the song I love. I think this version is better. It's not the same song, but he, he's quoting that lyric, obviously. But check out the beginning of this song. Charlie 2 and A, Welcome to Terror, coming through. Check this out at the beginning. You might have to go like 10 seconds. He's got the off. big, deep voice. He's the best. He's my favorite rapper out there in Charlie Tuna. What? Charlie Tuna? Just give it a second. Ooh, am I dumb? He's from Jurassic 5. Yeah. You're, you're going to like him, Rob. Here, check this out. Voice. Wait, you will love it. You probably saw him at Carlton College. Probably did. Welcome to Terra Dome. I'm your host, the friendly neighborhood baritone. Badass, isn't it? Friendly baritone. The, the, the deep voice rapper I am all about it. So when I when I, yeah. when I saw Welcome to Terra Dome, I was like, oh, it's got to be that song. And then it wasn't. I was like, shit, it's the Jurassic 5 guy. You were spoiled. I love to hear how people's minds connect dots, though. Yeah. That's nice. Russell was spoiled by the multiple Terror Dome songs that he knows. Meet the G that killed me. Rob, to have a, a voice that low, he must be at least six feet tall. There's no way he's like five dead. What if his balls were like two little marbles? That would blow your mind, right? <laughs> like just tiny, tiny, tiny little it's things. It's not the proper deep, deep voice to balls ratio. No, it, it does. It's. <laughs> oh, you got, yeah, they got a parliament sample in here. Polly want a cracker? Atomic dog. Uh, and then we have anti-N-word machine. I, I thought the name of this one was clever because it's talking about censoring music on the radio. And they're saying, oh, yeah, I bet you want to censor us. Yeah. I mean, listen to the samples here, guys. All samples. 
I bought this CD. I probably bought it like freshman year of college, like when I was home. Went to the mall and it it freaked me out, man. I, it's definitely so. They're really, you know, I, I think that um, it's so interesting to me that they're from Long Island because they they share that with De La Soul and they. I never thought of those two groups as being related, but they do have this sort of art school approach to things where they're going for the full, you know, all four elements of hip hop and they really respect the DJ and let the DJ do his thing in a way that now, like we heard Kendrick last week and Kendrick would never just like let beats run without rapping over him for as long as they do. And they're really going for a more holistic, you know, piece of art. But for me, when I heard it, I was like, I'm not sure this is intended for me. This is, this is a lot. Aaron, oh. you said the four elements of hip hop. What are they? Uh, Earth, graffiti, art, water, air, <laughs> art. <laughs> so, and honestly, if you were the guy, if you were the guy that got heart, <laughs> you'd have to be so mad, right? Like your friends doing fire and shit. The other one was like moving rocks around. And you're like heart. It's like, oh, what? Do, what do you even do? What the hell are you talking about? It's what we forget because because the four we elements. Associate- That's a planet. We associate hip hop. Oh, well, we associate hip hop with going to take pollution down to zero. Private sector employee. We don't know this shit. Aaron, what are the four elements? We associate hip hop with rapping, right? Like, like that's what we think about because it's what has gone to the forefront. But it wasn't always the case. And the four elements, if I get this right, are breakdancing, graffiti, MCing and DJing. So I oh. think Public Enemy thought of themselves as embracing all the parts of the culture. And so the DJ gets the DJ gets his chance to do his thing on their albums more than other albums necessarily. Gotcha. I'd be MC Escher. Burn Hollywood burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know, I assumed that this was after Rodney King, you know, but this came out like 89, 90, right? Yeah, Rodney 90. King was 91. Yeah. So it took me a little, I did a little research. We promised to do no research, but I did a little research. And I, it, I think it's even better that I knew it was before Rodney King. It's essentially more of just a commentary on not filling roles for African-American actors and movies and all that stuff. Yeah. And they, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable, uh, just... A snapshot in time from 1989. What was going on? And a track with Ice Cube and Big Daddy Kane on it together. Right. I mean, come on, like, this is in the put it in the. Museum. I'll tell you. Like, you know the most amazing thing about Big Daddy Kane, his chicken finger recipe, is so good. No, no, no. It's 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 not even close to as good as his choke slam and tombstone pile driver, oh, which oh. would rival the Undertaker's. <laughs> wow. But what people don't know is that he was a dentist before all of that. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm aroused. I'm aroused. Who was a dentist? I missed that part. I did it. I Dr. did it. DDS, Doctor Isaac Angel. Okay, okay. I see where we're going. Okay, I want to talk hey, about hey, RoboCop hey, and Sting. Hey, you guys know Medina, that. We got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm here for you. Power to the people. Somebody said this was equivalent to a James Brown song. Which I thought was kind of an interesting set of horns. It's the mixing. They're quoting Parliament again because he quotes Bob Gunn in this one. Oh, what song? 
I mean, this is so cool. Do you guys? Do you are these commercial hits? Like, are these were these on the radio? Do you guys remember these songs growing up on the radio? Or that were you no. into them as kids? Or no? You can't put burn Hollywood burn on. No, radio I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. I'm not asking about that one. I'm asking: Is there a I, commercial hit on this album or not? Nine one one is a joke. Is I is yeah. the only one. one? Yeah. Yeah, it's I it's think huge. Maybe Welcome Let's to the Terradome might have. Yeah. Maybe Welcome to the Terradome was on MTV. I mean, Fight the Power, we're gonna get to it, but that's for the for the Spike Lee movie, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah, they kind of go hand yeah. in hand to why it was big. But I don't think anything. Nothing's commercial. It's all underground. It's all you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be commercialized. What they're saying. Who stole the soul? But to, Matt, do you know these songs outside of when we listen to this album now or not? Uh, just from being in movies, sure. right? Like Fight the Power and some of these nine one. I mean. Like everybody knew nine one one's a joke in your town. I mean, it seems like everybody did, but it wasn't from being on the radio. It was just mm-hmm. from somebody saying, "Oh my God, you got to hear this song." Fear of a Black Planet. Titular track, Aaron. Ooh, I'm titillated. You should always Apparently point those the Ohio out. players are on this song. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you know. Oh, I, I see. I was like, they got to be on here. I have to say, I had my first dream about the podcast the other night. First one? First one. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Who was was in front and who was in back? (laughs) The dream involved me and Aaron. Oh, yeah. And we had a disagreement, unfortunate to say. Oh, man. We had a disagreement over whether someone was Carlos Correa, the Twins player, or Chick Correa. The jazz artist. <laughs> like we saw them out in I, I don't know. Somewhere. I don't, I can't quite put it all together. I <laughs> just know there was an argument soon. over Carlos Correa versus Chick Correa. Wow. What? That was a dream you had? Yeah. It's fucked oh. up. That's, That's a real thing that could happen. I saw, I saw the Chick Correa album <laughs> That's in up, the record says. store at Cheapo. And he's got, there's like 20 albums there. And I know there's a song I want that was on a list once, but I can't remember the song. So I didn't know what album of Chick oh. Correa is to get. Then no. I went home. I went to sleep. I had stress about Chick Corea, an argument with Aaron over Chick Corea versus Carlos Correa. I don't know. No. Did Chick you? Correa was a Scientologist. I think he made it to like the top levels of Scientology. Oof. Now we're talking. Sorry, Russell, man. The Thetans, talking Thetans are getting in my way when I'm trying to make music over here. In your, in your dream, did you tell Aaron to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) There's no way that jazz artist was getting overpaid by the twins. Get the fuck out of here. If Aaron was in my dream, there's a 100% chance he'd be in his bathtub sopping wet in a pair of jeans. That's how I'd picture him every time. I already know it. It's the one way I think about Aaron all the time. Every day. Revolutionary generation. Tattoo, dripping wet as he's standing up. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to say, when I saw Aaron's picture without a shirt on, you have a lot of tattoos. You have way more tattoos than I thought. I have more than I can count now, I think, yeah. So, for those of you at home listening, did that blow your mind a little bit? (laughs) Does that blow your mind a little bit that the guy who's just talking about a French drain also has so many tattoos he can't count them? I want you to think about that. The Aaron I knew only had... One slash two tattoos. One he has some sort of tiger on his shoulder blade yeah. that I remember that he had like as a freshman in college. Like he had that shit way before other. Like he was a young tattooed guy. Was that fair? Yeah, when I turned eight, this too. I I got one when I turned eighteen. Yeah. yeah, and then I took a break for a long time. But yeah, now I have quite a few. And I believe it says, if I could be right, um, this is, shows how good of a friend I'm. I believe it might say trust in in a uh, foreign language. 
that was the goal. I'm, I've never checked with anyone who actually speaks never that language, but, <laughs> but that was the goal. So, Russell, yes, you are a good friend. Can you imagine roommate. your freshman year of college? It's ironical. Your freshman year of college, your roommate shows up, tiger fucking tattoo on his back. He's 18. <laughs> yes. He like got this in high school. He's a fucking yeah. badass. And then he turns to you and he goes, you know what kind of limes are actually best for making a key lime pie? <laughs> it's actually the Archer kind of lime. And this is, the, and you're like, what the fuck? Like you'd, you'd be like, what is college? Like, what's going on? You don't crumple up the paper. You yeah. twist it. You twist yeah. it. <laughs> I reuse all my plastic bags. What? You have a fucking tiger tattoo on your back. The other tattoo that I know Aaron has is uh, one of our Vegas trips. We showed up and he was clear he had an Iowa tattoo on his yeah. forearm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. because we're just assholes and dipshits, mm-hmm. every guy on our Vegas trip took a pen and drove our home, uh, drew our home state on our on our forearm, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yep. I think Rob drew both Minnesota and Vermont, if I remember correctly. <laughs> There's yeah. no way Rob still knows how to draw the state of Vermont. It's a V. Vermont's easy, yeah. yeah. It's a, a v? v for Vermont. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I think that's also the same trip where the Iowa Double Down came in. Oh, oh come on. Wow. There's no such thing as that. <laughs> what? Now, man, what is an Iowa Double Down? We should probably I, get into this. Okay, picture this. Okay. Yes. You're sitting at a table. You've got a hard 12, which means you've got either a 10 and a 2, two sixes, mm-hmm. something. Yeah, Potentially a 7 and a 5, an 8 <laughs> and a you know, 4. Anything. However you want to do it. 11 and a 1. The dealer's got a no, 6. No, that's a showing. soft one, Rob. Rob, I know you have a hard yeah. problem with the soft and hard, but that's yeah. a soft 12. Is it, is it in? That's why I asked the dealer. Is my bed yeah. in? And so <laughs> you feel it? The dealer's got a six. So all, all blackjack books tell you anytime the dealer's got a six, you just hold it, right? You stay. If you're you over, let them, if you're you let them stay. Yeah. You stay. And, and to be honest, if you did anything else, you're insane, right? Yeah. People yeah. get pissed. <laughs> I think it was Jake. Wasn't yeah. it Jake from New Orleans? It was Jake. Yeah. And he, he said, double down. And the dealer, everybody looks up and goes, what? And it was one of those things where he just didn't want to admit So when you double down, yeah. you get one card. And that's it for the hand, but you double the amount of money you bet on it. So the, the thought is he's going to get a 10 and go to 26. It's an instant bust. Terrible you're putting, bet. You're putting yeah. more money out on a bad hand. Yeah, you're putting money out to lose when they've got a loser. And I used yeah. to do this as a kid. And so I believe I did it. And Jake from New Alm said... To do that, you got to be so stupid. You're from Iowa. We call that an Iowa double down. Isn't that right? Yeah. I don't even know that he, I mean, I think he said it so authoritatively as though it was an actual thing. Oh, yeah. There and was it's no, not and a this thing. is, and I tried, we, we did it for a couple of years. And now when we're all playing together, it's contractually obligated. You do it. You have yeah, to do, you it. do it. And then you have to say, I am doubling. And then the dealer always says, you're doubling. You say, yes, <laughs> I'm doubling a hard 12 against a six. The best. And then the dealer yells, doubling Double a hard, hard 12, 12 against a six. They have to announce it to the pit boss because yeah. it is so fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah. And then when you win, everybody goes, see? See? Yeah. You know, it sounds great. But I tried to get it into Wikipedia because Aaron's always claiming that it's not, it's not a thing. not a thing. And so I submitted all this stuff and my application or email got denied oh. so apparently you can't just throw whatever you want in wikipedia it oh, does man i was wondering why the last time i went to the main screen and said hey can you donate two dollars and fifty cents we got these fuckers trying to put all this shit on wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> we got to edit it out of here doubling down huh? yeah so i was trying to get it so that next time aaron said it's not a real thing i could say look it up look it up Google right it. there you know but folks Let's all try to get it on Wikipedia. If we all work together to do it. If you could give me that, um, the ads for that old lady website, maybe I could show them how I double a hard 12. I gotta be, I know I've edited that out. 
What? I know I've edited it out. No. I have to have. So now guess what? Use what are you talking about, Russ? I know what you that's sick. where I'm gonna edit sick. back in. Sick. I don't know what you're talking about. Old lady website. What? It's like I mean, I've heard about the ads before a porno movie, but it's so you know what to you know, based on Rob's recently recent edits, it wouldn't surprise me if he did screw that up. Ooh. <laughs> that's fine. That's like criticism. Does bother me. I made a website where I put all the ads after the porno movies. I went broke. One of the worst plans. <laughs> Turns out nobody. Oh, I better watch this ad too. Around. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's favorite. It's kind of like this podcast. A reading Not system. Too many people stick around to the end. Yeah, you know it. Can't do nothing for you, man. Can't do nothing for you, man. Another flavor flavor bit. If, if you guys think this episode's going too quick, I can do my Carlos Correa Chick Correa bit again. Oh, Russell. Nobody's, nobody's run that back. It was so nope. good. <laughs> Speaking of editing the shit out. Reggae, Reggae Jacks. Reggie Jacks? Reggie Jacks. Now, Jacks, of course. Jacks, of course, makes you think of... The Mortal Kombat. Remember when they got later and they started adding new people and you're kind of like, they're not legit, right? We're talking legit Mortal Kombat people are Sub-Zero, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, right? It's kind of wild to hear them over such a laid back. Right. This is like like jarring. It. Yeah. What, Aaron, where does like Chuck D rank on the all-time rappers? Is he like, is he more known for kind of his, where he's coming from, from a... Like social commentary makes, perspective, yeah, or is he up I, there for like skills he, or not? Yeah, I don't think he makes a lot of people's sort of top five list for skills, but he's so authoritative and so important and said things in such a way that I think he makes people's all time top list for being important. The rapper that he is, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah, I don't think he was like he's not like a Rakim type where he changed the way rap was delivered. But I think what he was saying and his, the authority in his voice is what stands out. You know, his voice immediately when you hear it, right? Yes. It's it's very distinct. I like this. I like the sequel to this, uh, bride of Chuck D. All right. Leave this off your fucking chest (laughs) charts. Shoot. Ah. (laughs) You wouldn't want to hear this song. Your doctor's office. Hey, don't leave that off my charts. I do wonder, I don't know when people listened to this music in 1990. Was it in in their cars? Was it at parties? You know, people who were really into this, like, I wonder when when they put it on. Because it's harsh, you know, it's intense. Probably a kid's birthday party. Oh, yeah. Probably while camping. (laughs) Probably while trying to go to sleep. Uh, B-side wins again. You were just trying to build a little... Never mind. War at three three one at thirty three one three. This is thirty three and a third, like the speed of a record. Oh, Aaron, I think I'm dumb. I think this is going to prove it. I believe the equivalent of one hundred and twenty eight beats per minute, Rob. One hundred twenty eight. You ever got up that high? Listen, that's a young man's game. I got to get to the ads at the end. (laughs) Slow down. Okay, think about garbage. I, I was reading that Chuck D wanted to get to 155 beats per minute. 155, Rob? 
155. Ooh, two hands. Per had minute. Two, you got to have a rust size cock. Have two hands going on they there. They liked it fast. I think that's the other thing, Russell, when you ask about MCs. Like, this this is a 20-track album. We're, we're dropping the needle wherever. And so much of what we hear is the music, the samples, the sound collages, the assault on your eardrums. He's not trying to take center stage on every song the right. way other MCs did later. Yeah, you're right. Final count of the collision between us and the damned. What a what a title of a song. What a title. I mean, that should a be a painting. One. Telling you guys, walking around New York, listening to this album, I felt like the biggest badass of all time. You you feel awesome listening to this walking around. And because of that, we're going to do a list of the greatest songs ever with nine words in the rap song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Dude, I'm not even talking to you. That'd be impressive. <laughs> that would be. Aaron, look, at, look at how funny Aaron thinks that shit is. Dude, you hit him. Aaron is laughing so hard. <laughs> that would be. Russell, I wonder if you can find one. <laughs> so you waited until track 19 of the second show of the night to do this. Nine words. That's so fucking funny. Nine words in the hip hop song. You guys don't even want to know how many I got rid of because the was in it and I didn't realize it. It was bad. Oh, Russ, no. is, so Russ is looking at a song that has a parentheses for the ninth word. And he's like, I don't know if this counts. Nah. We've already done a list like this. <laughs> I'm also realizing that maybe people don't love the list because I gave you guys the opportunity to take it tonight and no one seemed to take the opportunity. I My kid doesn't go to aftercare on Thursdays anymore, so it's a... Uh... It's a short day for me. We could do we could do a list. There, there's a there's a couple of lists with the number nine in the title. Number nine. So we could do a list of the best songs. Mm-hmm. With number nine. nine. In the title. Number nine. Oh, now look who wants a longer number episode. nine. It's, number it's nine. Time. Oh boy. We got man. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you know what? I got one right now. There you go. I'm gonna drop it on you right now. Song in a while. Now, I don't like to repeat songs on lists, so I won't. Oh, this song is so good. Nine to five has nine in the title. These are our top nine songs that have nine in the title. I got this movie confused with the movie she was in with James Woods where she was on the radio. You guys remember that movie or not? What? Is that Rhinestone? No. Holy shit! Did you guys see? Did you guys see the size of Dolly Parton's chest? Straight, straight talk, <laughs> straight talk from 1992. 99 Luff Balloons, man. That has nine in the title. This is such a great song. Off the dome. I've got a list. You can keep going off the dome, man. I've got a couple. Right. We needed a we need a left hand Now, can I tell you this, Matt? I saw this song. Uh. And I realized I thought it was uh, a song called uh, 999, The Number of the Beast, but it's actually a song called 666, Number of the Beast. I was reading it upside down. It's because you were in that 96 situation. <laughs> I was. It, this interesting economy. fact about this song, this read. song actually inspired the lady to shit on the floor in the show <laughs> Flavor Flav of Love or whatever it's called. <laughs> Flavor Flav of Love. Flavor of Love. Okay, Matt, what's another one? 99 Problems by Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, that's you a good one. Girl problems. Better do the clean version. 
If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got 99 problems, problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the patrol. Foes that want to make sure my clothes. Man, that was a great list. Wait, they bleeped out casket? Hold on, one more. Oh, one more. They one more. bleeped out casket. Only because you like this, Rob. Aaron, have you never been in the world of like the super Christian censored rap music? Wow. You, you have to listen to it sometime. It's a wild <laughs> where they censor everything. You, you, you wow, can Rob, find it. It's more. wild. Number nine. Try one more. Number Try nine. A19 by Steely Dan. Oh. Oh, need some yeah. Steely Dan tonight. Yeah. Need some Steely Dan. I just figured you were on here a little Steely Dan. So. There you go. Oh. This is a, it just feels good. I believe That's, we did miss. Um, I know we've covered this song before, so I realized why my, Matt skipped it from Axis Bold as Love, Jimi Hendrix, oh. if six was nine. There's six was nine. In the sky. It's pretty good. I remember the words to it. Refuse to shine. This is good. All right. Any more, Matt? One second. Are there any German songs? They would have nine in the title, maybe. Hello? Is this mic on? Bonnie, my this mic is work. why we cannot have nice things by Taylor Swift. That's got nine. It's got nine uh, oh. words in the title. This oh. is why <laughs> we, we got another whiff after this. Have nice things. Oh. I don't like correcting Matt's list, but we're gonna have to make a correction here. Oh. It was so nice throwing big parties. This is a nine word song, man. Well, if you take can't and make Everyone's it cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, we have missed. What's that? By the Clovers, Love Potion number nine. Wow. Love potion number nine. Wow. Held my lips to close my eyes. I took a drink. One potion, one through eight, killed them instantly. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they don't say. None of those guys are playing those guitars. We we could have been a band like in the fifties, right? We could. Like none of us like, have that good of hair. <sighs> Look at the hair on those guys. None of us have that. Nope. I'm yeah. I'm out. Okay. One one more. True. One more. One more. Only because it's the Pet Shop Boys. You only tell me you love me when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to get some Pet Shop Boys in here. This, that's actually got nine. There you go. Pet Shop Boys. You found a website that has the title of songs, how long they are? Well, there's one that's like long song titles of seven or more words. Wow. Let's go to the middle of this point. There is a website. On Spin Diddy, which has 180 plus songs with numbers in the title. It's kind of a nice tune. You guys have made me feel like my life is actually really together. So I want to thank you guys so much. I'm feeling great, actually. <laughs> All the stuff I think I have that's messed up, it feels great now. It feels normal. Oh, man. Great job, man. I'm going to save us from ourselves. That was... That was a top two list I've heard yes, all night. I mean, just a list, like a, a freestyle list. list. Probably a top nine list. Yeah. Way to go, guys. A top nine list. Russell just dropped that on my head. I'm supposed to not talk about it? Top nine list. Fallout Boy's got a song called Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Title of the Song So We Wouldn't Get Sued. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Some good song titles here. Next up, we've got uh, Final Count. No, Fight the Power, of course. Spike Lee basically said, hey, I need some music for my film. Do the right thing. Fight the Power comes out. This is the jam. So good. I mean, what a perfect ending to this album. Aggressive, yeah. loud, great. Yeah, this sums up their whole sound, yeah. I mean, not ambiguous about, about at all. as strong of an ending to an album as we've had, right? There might be... I agree. I mean, this is a huge yeah. hit. It fits what they're doing. This is a fantastic ending. Yep, you got Chuck and Flav. You know what this doesn't have, though, is the guys from Cream singing a song they just made up, apparently. Okay, that was also a great way Ooh, to yeah. all know them. Very, very good. Listen, we don't have time for this anymore. We're too tired. Okay, we need to get into the rating system. They're like bicycles. Oh. And now it's time for hey. Hey, Matt, you mean the new coworker? The and very Bicycle? Popular. She's too tired. Too tired. Rating ah. system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, this album, 176. Okay, it is a certified banger, but should it be here on the list? All right, this is the second Public Enemy album we've done. Is it too high? Is it too low? I've got three guys who want to tell us about it, and they will use it, talk about it using my patented rating system if it is too high on the list, which means, of course, the number is too low. Okay, it should have been a higher number, therefore lower on the list. That would be a rolling groan. It doesn't belong Mm. to be this high. If it should be lower on the list, also a lower number now, okay? Lower on the list is a lower number. That just makes sense, all right? That would be a rolling bone. It should have been higher up. Or if it's perfect here at 176, that's a rolling well-toned. Matt, what do you think? So, rolling so well-toned. Real, real, just to clarify, Rob, yes. um, a lower number would be lower than nine, which was what I have, right? That is A lower number would be lower than nine. Maybe okay. three, three and a half, something like that. Two, two and a half. Things are, if things have gone right. It really would. If you had a huge cock, it would break my heart. I'm just going to say that right now. You don't, you don't need to feel disappointed. <laughs> I am going to say um, that I like listening to this album. I don't know how many more times I'll listen to it, but mm-hmm. if it just popped up or came, or came around somehow, I would listen to it again. I think this is rolling well toned right here. What are you, 176? Is that where we're at? Yeah. 176. I think this is a good spot for it. So I'm just going to say rolling well toned. Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? I'm with Matt. I'm not going to choose to listen to this very often. I maybe if I'm working out or something, but uh, it's great music. It's really impressive what they were able to do. It's so of its time with the samples that this could never happen again. So it, People need to hear it. It's rolling well-toned. Can you believe I haven't brought up Costco? With all the sample talk we've had, <laughs> I haven't gone back to that joke. <laughs> Am I a hero? I mean, it's not too late. It's not too late. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it, it is, it's late. It doesn't feel like it's there's late. any meat left on the bone there, the Costco stuff. Uh, Russell, rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? What do you think, Russell? I, I, I always want to try to go counter with, what you guys are saying just to have something different, but I can't. I think you guys are spot on. Too important of a record. They're too important of a group. But again, I don't think I would come back. And if I listen to this on the record, I don't think I flip it over and I don't think I listen to it back to back. So 
For me, it's probably a little bit high, but I think it's too important to move it on the list. So I'm going to say it's rolling well toned. I'll keep it where it's at. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. Shit. This gets a rolling pre-authorization. Pre-authorization? Yeah, this shows us what music was like before we had to deal with all this copyright stuff. Okay, and you could really see what artists could do without worrying about copyright, okay? Like maybe <laughs> if you're 43 years old and you realize, maybe just today you thought about how you've written over a dozen songs about how your friend likes feet, and those are all published on the internet. And actually how it's weird that is. That that's it's like your legacy. what this we've done. Hey, Aaron, I got, a, uh, I got news for you. That's your legacy too. Yeah, no, it's true. It's hey, true. you know what's on the end of those legacies? Fetuses. I mean, that's what oh. he talks to me. Oh, <laughs> All right. Now, next up, an album. You know what we really screwed up on where we should have done that list, man? I hate to be critical. We could have done that nine list on the 911 is a joke song. Oh, my God. We didn't even think about that. What a fuck up. No, better re-record. Let's start over. Start over. Oh. In 2020. <laughs> Next up, an album about dating Maggie May. Oh, I got this one on vinyl. Was that that ice cream shop at the mall where they mixed in your... No, that was Maggie Moose. What? Oh. Yeah, what? I thought you were talking about this girl <laughs> used to date Sasha Coldstone. <laughs> Sasha. I'll tell you what, guys. Now, I hate to do this right at this part of the podcast. <laughs> I told her to warm those hands up. Would you want to... I mean, it's tempting. What? To go on a date with a woman who works at Coldstone Creamery. Because that's all I could think about. When I saw them like, folding that ice cream, I mean, it's frozen solid. They got to get it out. Their wrists are like... They got to go like this. They got to go like this. <laughs> they take you home. That's not soft serve. You got to get in there. And it's time for them to ride the lightning. It's they're gonna grab that thing. It's gonna be like <laughs> wrenching on it. It's gonna be like in Mission Impossible where he's trying to climb a rope. You know what I mean? He's just yanking on that thing. <laughs> Holy cow. Rob, butterfly effect. How different would your life be if your ex-girlfriend had worked at Coldstone and not brought you Chipotle? Wow. I'd be like, my foreskin is four times bigger than it's ever been before. <laughs> That's how hard you yanked on it. <laughs> like a car wash. All right. <laughs> Next up, this album okay, is about dating Maggie May. Oh, man. Or when Russ knew her as, when she was a dancer for the Timberwolves, Maggie November. I, did, I thought it was nicer to say November than December, but I don't think it was. <laughs> uh, we got Every Picture Tells a Story by Rod Stewart. Uh, I have this one on vinyl. Picked it up a few months ago. It's a great album. A great album. Oh, man. I'm and I'm going to promise you guys, we're not going to talk about the cum story. What? You have Rod Stewart. Did it better. Aaron goes to the gym and asks the girls to stop wiping down the equipment. <laughs> I think that was good enough. I don't think that got enough respect the first time. Well re re take that, yeah. rewind it back. Yeah. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Well, I really take that, rewind it back. I consider back. that a sample. Really. <laughs> 
Aaron's got the gym request to make your booty go smash. <laughs> 